get your hearts really in a place to receive from Jesus. I sense the Lord. It doesn't, the spirit doesn't make a lot of noise, but it's so powerful, so powerful. And, you know, I hope I can, uh, the Lord will give me grace to communicate, but the bigger thing that is going to happen this morning is the ministration of the spirit in your homes where you are right now the words that i speak jesus said their spirit and their life so this is less of a motivational thing and more of a spiritual thing and we pray on these messages and cry out before the lord for each and every person that comes on here whenever we get together we really pray and ask the lord that he would communicate through us to you guys and look into every situation that is happening in your life. We look into the issues of the salvations that are necessary for your family members and every financial issue and every health issue and every relational issue and everything that also is hindering your full commitment and walk with the Lord. And as we are gathered here this morning, a time that we get to uh, reset because we're on a journey. We're on a journey. And this is the, you know, if you're going to go on a journey physically, you're going to need some supplies. You're going to need some things uh, to keep you, to sustain you. Water, food, clothes. Right? You're going to need these things. And rest. Spiritually speaking, there are some things that we need to know as we are going through, going through and to what God has called us to we're not gonna, you know, in heaven's lighthouse ministry, there is absolutely no way that we're gonna die in the desert. It ain't happening. We are not dying in the desert. We are getting to that promised land. And my children, they're not eating all of that um, big um, grapes and fruits and enjoying that land. No way. I'm, I'm, I'm kind, but I'm not that kind. And you know what, by the way, God has enough that they can get. But I'm, before my time's up, I'm going to have my part of the, uh, uh, of the bone. You get my point? I'm going to get what I'm supposed to get. We're going to accomplish what we're supposed to accomplish. In the name of Jesus Christ. We, that's why, you know, in, uh, let me read a scripture here. It's from uh, 2 Timothy 3 and verses 16. It says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And is profit, profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Everything that we need to know to accomplish what God is asking us to accomplish, He has made available to us. And so many examples in this book called the Bible. Every season of your life can be understood if you look at it from a spiritual perspective and then deal with it based on the Word of God. Verses 17, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. See that? Can you imagine when we get to this perfection in Christ, the type of fruits that we will bear, the type, the impact that we will have. That's why when we come here together, eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, I'm telling you something. The blood of Jesus Christ, it tastes good. And the flesh of Jesus Christ, I eat it every day. It tastes, it, it's really good. And that thing is what we need on that journey that we're going on. That we might, we might not be 
run out of strength. That's that scripture that talks about the virgins with the oil. This is your uh, filling up your res reservoir for the journey that is ahead. We're going to look this morning at some examples of men and women of God that did that. And they were able. The Lord is leading us all somewhere. Ultimately, we're going to heaven. And there's a sometime because we're still in this body. It's like a roller coaster on the earth. But the, but the word of God is tried. And what we need is faith, confidence. When you're in your situations that are difficult. Because you're going to need consistency to birth anything spiritually. You're going to need consistency. We all need consistency. We have to do the little things that are necessary daily to accomplish what God is asking us to. This morning, we're going to talk a little bit about what, what to do when Satan challenges your authority. What do you do when the devil challenges your authority and your position in God? And remember, the devil is not coming and knocking at your door. You're not seeing this big grizzly monster at your door. And you know that you need to go get a knife and put it through him. That's not that. That's not what uh, we're talking. That's not how he turns up. It would be good. You have to discern the the systems that he used to attack your destiny and how he is constantly questioning your authority and your position in God. And if we can get to this position of our identity and the power, the position that we have in Christ Jesus, we would, we would bear fruits for the kingdom of God. And I thank God for the grace that he has given us over the last six or so months that we have been here together. We have been going into the word of God and looking into those truths because the people like I said yes thank God for what he's been doing in our lives before but as we are graced by the, the um, goodness of God to come together now let us examine the word of God and what he's actually saying to us this is not mass this is not your um, not, nothing against any particular church, but I've been. But the, you know, this is not mass. We're not here to burn incest and dress in long gowns and do all of that religious activity and go home spiritually bummed out. We know people are programmed. Look what the Catholic priest church has done. The people uh, they are exercised in religion. And they don't know Christ. They don't have an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. They go to a priest to confess their sins. And we have grown-ups subscribing to that type of knowledge today. What madness in the body of Christ. What madness. Religion in its heights. We're doing that. We're pointing you to the high priest which is Christ Jesus. And we're telling you that you can hear his voice because he said, my sheep hear my voice. We're pointing you to a relationship with him in this ministry. We're never gonna be the people that you're gonna, yes, we will pray. Yes, we will believe. Yes, we will speak the word. 
but ultimately God is the one has to move in your life so we don't want that attention and we are not teaching those religious um, you know I don't know they're like burial some some of these churches I have to call it like I see it. and I know some of us have itching ears and we like the the um the long bones that they wear that imagery that depicts the the priest the Aaronic priest that God called but it's void of any spirit life we ain't doing that for a moment not even for a moment man I've been to some of those churches and oh my god and thank God is God there yes God is there I'm not saying that the Lord is not there because he's merciful so anywhere that a person turn up by faith seeking Jesus he will show up but I tell you some of those some of those priests are mute and deaf and dumb spiritually so as we as we get the we are privileged by the Lord Jesus Christ we preach the word consistent with the book of Acts period unapologetically period and I tell you you don't need the brain of a 10 year old to read the book of Acts and if you complete the book of Acts I'm telling you you would not allow those some of those Catholic priests to lay hands on you and speak into your children you wouldn't you would be way more of a uh, a man of God than them and you can go heal the sick outside and raise the dead by reading the book of Acts you only need somebody to tell you because you see when we go to those places not too many people everybody think they're uh, they have to be reverent because this is the house of God we, those places are not necessarily houses of God, the house of God my house and your house is more a house of God some of them are only good to do um, you know baptisms like not real baptism in you know, conversion baptism of babies and and you know keep them so when somebody die in your family you can go bury them there because they have a lot of land but apart from that don't use them to don't let them lay hands on you and don't follow their doctrine go you know go and do the research go and do the research go and read through history and see all the catholic church only by the grace of God, God still worked through them. But they menaced the body of Christ. They hurt many. So this is not a, um, that we don't represent that in any dimension. Nothing in that area. What to do when Satan challenges your authority? Your Catholic priest, what they do is exorcism. I don't know what that is. It seems like they're using some instrument to extract a demon out of you. We ain't in that. We speak the word and the demon go. Firstly, you have to know your authority. You have to know your authority. You know, we are, we are asking God in the city of London that he called us down here too. To breed a revival like that girl was singing before. To breed a revival. If you get every Catholic priest and line them on the streets of Toronto right now, nothing would happen. Nothing. They would have a, a great ceremony, all colorful, and the people would come and kiss the poor Pope's hand. That Pope, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give him a second glance. I don't know if you read the Bible. This morning, we, listen, God called us to revival and power. If we believe that, 
what they are preaching in the Catholic Church. No revival ain't coming. Have you ever heard of a revival in a Catholic Church? Never heard of a revival in a Catholic Church. That's why God called laymen. Laymen. Regular people like us. But then God is a God of principles. I ain't going into battle of people that don't have principles either. That don't adhere to the word of God and the system of God. We ain't going into battle with them either. I feel the heat of God this morning. Okay. Coronavirus don't scare me. No. I have every, you know, it's happening a little bit. You know, the numbers went up in Canada and I had a few of my relatives. They thought, I guess they, they, run, they run from me because they know I'm too, too much fire for God. But I guess because the coronavirus numbers went up, they begin to reach out to me. Okay. I wonder if Andrade is all caught up in this corona thing. Maybe he's going to kick the bucket. Let me call him. Let me check on him and see what's happening. And let me tell you, when they, when they send the text, some of them don't even call. Right. They, they test it with a, with a text or an email. And thank God, because I, I, I got fire in my mouth to blow their way. But I tell you, when I give them my response, that's it, period. I don't hear from them again. Because they go, whoa, this thing didn't move him one iota. That thing don't move me one iota. We ain't, we, Christians are not supposed to be afraid of death. We ain't, I'm not afraid of dying, but I'm not dying anyway. I got too much fire of God inside of me to keep the bucket now. I got too much to release to people by the grace of God to kick the bucket early because of a stupid, uh, what do they call it? Cold symptom that is killing man and woman globally. Globally. I have no respect for it. No reverence for it. None. I, re I, re I received Psalms 91 at the beginning of this. And let me tell you, at the expense of dying, I will stop believing that. We're asking God for revival. And I've spoken to you guys. And some of you say you're asking God for revival. If you don't want to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ in this context, pack your bag and go back home. You ain't asking for revival. The power of God don't come any and everywhere. No, it's very evident. Because how many churches do we have in Toronto and London and all around here? How many? And how many of the explosive power of God am I hearing about? I hear the corona on the news. I don't hear what too much what's happening in the churches. Right? So God has given us this position here that we might come together as a people that we don't have the qualifications. Okay? And the connections. We don't have that. Good. That's a, these are the people that God is looking for. Do you think that fishermen had any kind of connections, but yet still they shook the world? Fishermen that follow after this Jesus, they shook the world. They caused the, the power of God to come and literally sh shake the planet. Who else has shaken this planet? Who else? None of the billionaires of the world have done that. None of them. They don't know where the earth axis. They don't. They can't touch that. We're, you understand your authority. Understand your position in God. And understand why the scriptures are written here. To encourage you. 
that you might produce that which God has spoken and promised to you in his word, one, and two, prophetically in your life, prophetically in your life. And it has to be continued. You have to have continued. You have to be consistent in this. Some of you have fire, but no consistency. No consistency. And those of you, I know who you are. And you know that I know that I know. Some of you don't have the consistency. You don't have the inner fight on a weekly day basis, on a, on a monthly basis. We thought we spoke about this in January. And I said, what will happen in March and April? Hello, it's April. And some of us are on our face, not praying. Busted and broke and run out of this, this, the, the contents of God's word that will cause you to move forward in power and faith and belief. And I'm here one more time. By the grace of God, I say, Lord, don't let them see me this morning. Don't let them hear me, but let them hear you. And Jesus is communicating to you this morning. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Through his word. To invoke, because he's merciful. Through his word. To stimulate your spirit, man. That you would get up and believe. That you get up and like my sister Elizabeth said, get into motion, get into activity to do the works of God. You have to be aggressive to get the attention of God. You have to be hungry to get the attention of God. It doesn't come anywhere. It doesn't come anywhere. He's looking for committed people. I thank God we have some committed people here that are making decisions for Jesus Christ. We're coming together. And this is the beginning of it. And God is going to drop an atomic bomb. They think that atomic bomb that the U.S. have and Russia have threatening each other with to destroy people's life every, every so often. They think that is the power. They take confidence in this. But how about the atomic bomb of heaven that comes to save and heal and deliver and give life? And that atomic bomb it doesn't come it comes through man through women through us through the body of christ we have to become vessels to contain it and to release it into the life of others so god sent us down here into this city of london ontario and let me tell you we have not doubted no fear of retirement fear of finances can get in between the word of God and what he has spoken in our minds, in our brain. We, we own it. We own it. And God is faithful to his word. And I thank God for the people that he's sending. And he's, yes, listen, God has not given up on you. And this is, this is to encourage you along the way. I know it's a little bit energetic, but that, that's the way I am. You know, God has sent all of the nice guys, all of them. <clears throat> Hello. We have heard their, you know, all of their graceful presentations. But the power is not here. The power is still not here. I'm here this morning to stir the hell out of you up on the inside. I hope that the word of God will sting you like a beast or a wasp this morning and burn inside of you 
but more of God. Let's go to the word of God. Mark 16. Mark 16, 17 and 18. Listen to this. And now you will know those that the Catholic priests are playing games. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. I don't think I ever went into one of those churches that I heard the priest speaking in tongues. I know there are a few. But I've never been in one. And I've been in a, in a couple. There are few and far in between. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I want you to note here. These signs shall follow them that believe. It didn't say anything about pastor so-and-so. Or apostle so-and-so. Or prophet so-and-so. It said, those that believe. Well, let me pose this question. Are you casting demons out of people? Is the supernatural power of God moving through you? Well, if it if you have not if you're not in motion, this is your moment to get in motion, to take this gospel and everywhere you go and see anything by the grace of God and the leading of the Spirit that is not in alignment with the word of God. You need to release something on that, on that situation. You need to release a power on that and let it come into agreement with this scripture here. That is the authority that God has said. Luke 10, 19. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give unto you power to thread on serpents and scorpions and every over every power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm you. So why are we worried about COVID and we call ourselves Christians? Can your Catholic priest read? Or is blind? This is the work that we are called to do. Understand that if you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, and you have, you have really repented of your sins, and you're beginning now to live by the standard of God's word. This power should flow through you. It should flow through you, period. You should dominate everything around you with this power of God. That is the authority. That is the position. Mark 5. We are taking it from the word of God. I don't know if they read it like that in your church. This is the word of God. And he's careful to bring a performance to, the, to his word. We want every man, every woman, every child to be mighty in God. Mighty in God. Mighty in God in this season. Everybody activated, knowing who they are. You, when you know who you are, when, you, when this boldness come up inside of you, when this strength come inside of you, let me tell you, the naysayers, including your family, they will begin to look at you different and you will actually convert many of them. But if you're wishy-washy, when you speak to them, they won't listen to you. You have to 
you have to give over to Christ and the spirit life first to have impact. You can't thread the line. One foot in the world, one in church, and move in power. It does not work. It does not work. God is calling me to tell his people this, that have been doing the same things for years, one and one. Some of them scared what they're going to eat tomorrow, what they're going to drink. We are worried about some of us retirement to hell with retirement when you're in God's will. Use, yeah, do the necessary things. I'm not against saving for retirement and taking advantage of those things. But when it takes you out of your spiritual position and calling, which is what it's doing for many people, the fear of what they're going to eat and drink when they retire will not allow them to accept the calling of God on their life. That's what I'm dealing with. I'm not saying don't plan because some people, they run over into the extreme. I'm not saying don't plan and to um, take care of those aspects of your life. How about a guy like me? That God says, no, leave everything. Go preach my word. What, what, what if I was going, uh-huh. And then what about my kids' education? What about my retirement? We would not be doing this. So the minute that I hear God's word, I go, I guess he's going to pay the bill. And then the word said that the earth is the Lord, the gold and the silver, and everything that is down here, everybody's down here is paying rent. He owned everything. That's why one day he will come back, he will roll in on his finger like that and toss it. And all of those people that think that they own anything, I want to see them defend what they own at that time. When Jesus Christ returned and said, time up now, no more rent paying. This whole thing will melt. They don't preach like that in the Catholic Church. They want to mosey around, okay? And take your money out of your pocket so that they can buy nice glasses. And they don't listen to, the, you know, every, about 80% about of every Catholic Church should be shut. If we, the Christians, really get up, we'd shut them. So much power of God would move the people would not go back there. And we would have some of those priests come to salvation in Jesus Christ. God is looking for men and women to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. The true word. We go into the word of God. Nobody can trick me anymore. Not, what, not that they were anyway. They couldn't trick me because the minute I go into a church and they were fake, ask him years ago, I'm gone. I'm like, these people are not ready for Jesus. And it was not the Catholic church I was going into. There was an element of fever in, the, in those churches that I went into. I still found it lukewarm. This is something that you can sell out everything that you have. Don't hear the, the gospel of Jesus Christ every week and go back. It is here that you might grasp it. It's not going to be forever that we'll hear the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's a time frame set on that, that you might produce the fruit now. The night come when no man can work. This is the day. This is the season. This is the time that you go out and uh, hit people on the street with the gospel of Jesus Christ and preach and pray and release the, the power of God over them. You need this. You need to understand who you are when you go out there. I go out there. Do you think everybody responds to me in a positive way? No, they don't. Do I need them? I don't need people to appease my, my um, confidence, my identity. No. I'm like, 
preaching Jesus to you. That's why no fear is inside of me when I go to preach the word of, the word of God. I don't think what is this person going to do? What is this person going to say? The Bible said that God did not give you a spirit of fear, power, 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 love and a sound mind. When I go out there, I preach the word. I don't care whether people want to do I, I preach it with love. But I'm preaching this thing. And no man can stop me from preaching this thing. We have to be activated and get out there to do this. Mark 5:38. Yeah, I'm gonna preach this word mad until I die. Mad. Because too many people have messed around with it and caused other people to lose their eternal salvation. That is why I'm so aggressive, you know. Because it's not money you lose when you when this gospel don't go out right, you know. It's not money. We can call that a loss. It's a soul. It's a soul that don't go to heaven because we meander. Because we play around with the gospel. In this ministry here, hell no, it ain't happening. We are going to preach the word of God. They can kill me doing it like they killed Stephen. It's my honor to go out like that. I'm telling you that. I'm not, listen, I don't even know if I'm making to the retirement. Well, by the grace of God, I will. But that's not my plan. I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about bearing fruit for the kingdom of heaven. That's all I can think about. If if the week pass and the Lord don't use me, I'm telling you, no life is inside of me. None. None. I have no desire to do anything else but release this thing on people out there. To have impact, we have to do what Jesus did. We have to disciple the people. This is to invoke the strength and the confidence and the power of God that you would believe it and go and release. This is to allow your spirit man yeah, to rise above the flesh and the challenges in your life. And you get out on the streets and take it like wolves, like hungry men. That's what we're going to do. God is going to drop a bomb right here in the city of London. We don't need apostle so-and-so to come here no are there dead men here can't we read can't we understand can't we commit to god where is your catholic priest this morning that has caused you to be lukewarm worrying that this coronavirus is gonna kill you i'm preaching you for to you for years you ought to be mad like me. Don't be mad at me. Mad like me. I'm defending the faith. I'm defending the gospel of Jesus Christ in the essence of how it was written. And in the essence of how the early apostles received it and communicated it to others. Whew, there's not a, 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 a lot of word this morning. My God. Everything turned upside down. Mark, Mark 5, 38 to 42. 38. This is what happened. <clears throat> when you walk in this authority and this power. And he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue. And see it the tumult. And them that wept and wailed. So this guy had sought out Jesus to come and heal his daughter. And Jesus came. And here you are. What we have, we have professional mourners. It's depressing in their state. 
and see at the tumult and them that wept and wail greatly. Some people can't wait for somebody to die that they might get to cry. And when he was coming, he said unto them, Why make ye this ado and weep? The girl is not dead, but sleepeth. Hello. What happened when Satan challenges your authority? What do you think happened here? I said, Satan ain't knocking on your door. It's somebody that he's sending. And they laughed him to scorn. <clears throat> but when he had put them out, you see this here? Wisdom. Wisdom. When he had put them out, some of us are trying to do this thing with the unbelievers around us. They are in your house. They're in your car. They're on your phone. And when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother and the damsel, those who were of faith, and them that were with him, and entered in where the damsel was laid. And he took the damsel by the hand. Damsel mean the girl. I'm using the King James Version. I love it because when they say, I believe it, I grab this one. They say, when you want to kick demons, you read the King James Version. So the other ones are a little bit too English for me. I need to go back up to as as close as I can to the original and I can't read Hebrew so the best I can do is the King James Version so you you follow me in your NLT and your VTE and all the other transition that you are I'm doing it on purpose and he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her damsel I say unto thee arise and straightway the girl arose and walked for she was of the age of 12 years and look at the professional mourners naysayers and they were astonished with a great astonishment that's what happened when you will commit to god and his ways and what he has spoken in his word concerning your life and i tell you every person on here you have purpose and destiny on you purpose and destiny that's why the enemy is trying to, uh, to fight you so much why you have purpose inside of you god has commissioned you he knows you by name. The world overlook people, okay? And compartmentalize people because they have issues with themselves. So in order to feel better about themselves, they have to put you down. They have to put you down. It's the methodology of man by which he tried to, uh, to put himself high. Jesus is not of that. That, that system my kingdom is not of this world you are a valuable mighty powerful creative being of god let no listen when i came to north america they couldn't touch this hello i didn't even have this understanding in god as yet but let me tell you i was aware of what was happening here before i came and i my my brothers warned me about over here i said that place can't touch me somehow at a early age God has put, a, put an, identity, an identity in me, period. Done. When God speaks, no man can, can detach that from me. I take him at his word. Done. That is who you are. Believe that. And act it out now. Romans 3. Praise God. God is engineering us this morning. He's getting us ready for that. 
which he has called us to do in this age. Our names will be written just like what we're reading about the generals. They will write books about us. We don't care about that, but they will do it because of what God will do through our life. Romans 3, 3 to 4a. Help with the scriptures, Kim. It says here, for what if some did not believe? What if your mother don't believe? You know, I like to attack people at the core. I don't go with as far distant relatives. I want to start with your mom and your dad because some of them are the ones that talk us out of the calling of God in our life. For what if your mom do not believe? Shall her unbelief make the faith of God without effect? God forbid, yea. Let God be true, but every man a liar as it is written. Let God be true and every man a liar. Will you believe the report of Jesus Christ this morning and sell out to him? Sell out every part of your being. Every part of your being, I mean. Well, let me tell you when, let me let me explain a little bit more what that means. Because in North America, in North America, they don't teach this. Very few. It means you surrender every part of your life to God. Every even the day that you die. Everything. Your money is Jesus's. Your time is Jesus's. Your body is Jesus's. Everything. He wants everything. He is demanded. More than your boss. Your boss just trying to abuse you so you can get you can make a little bit of money out of you. Jesus is more demanding than that. He wants everything consecrated unto God. That's what it takes. Or the one feet in and the one feet out, it will cost you everything. And you will never receive enough of God to trust Him fully. Make your decision do you want to walk in this authority or when you go around those demonic elements that are afflicting your relatives and the people around you you will not feel the authority and the positioning in christ you will know that you don't have it that's why christians are scared that it's coronavirus they never build their spirit man to that level that they might believe psalms 91 that god gave to the body of christ and somehow they think that this coronavirus is going to sneak by the, the, the angel that God assigned at your front door and creep under the door and come in your bed and go up your nostrils. And tomorrow you, you find that you have this thing. That's what people call me with. This is the stupidness that I hear every day. I have to put up with it. You see why Jesus said I couldn't, why he had to rebuke the disciples all the time. That's Satan trying to sow something in your brain. If you ever try that with me, I know how to send the devil packing in my sleep. I can do that. Believe this morning and come into your position of authority and eat and drink of Christ. His wisdom, his knowledge inside of you. And everything will bow everything in around you will bow period it doesn't matter governments will bow every door will open the earth is the lord's he own it we are god is putting us putting us on a podium to educate the intellectual dunces that are out there they have no concept 
what time of day it is. They can't read the time on the what that they have. We spiritual people are going to have to go out there and educate them about the real time. The spiritual time. Let's go to Levit Leviticus. Don't let your story end up like this. Don't let your story end up like that. Leviticus 20 verses 24. But I have said unto you, ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it, a land that floweth with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, which have separated you from other people. Do you understand this morning that you are separated? Separated, and you're supposed to be consecrated unto God. The Holy Spirit lives inside of you. How can you live inside? In, how can the Holy Spirit live in us believers? And we don't be, and we are not people of faith, people of power, people of sign, people of wonder. How is that possible in 2021? How is it possible that the Spirit of God that constructed the earth and put the sun and the moon up there? Don't believe the report of the intellectuals that some big bang theory happened. Anytime any two car crash, have you ever seen two cars crash and they came out looking more sweeter and nicer? Have you ever seen that? Better than before they hit each other? No, that's why we're paying insurance. But yet still, the idiots of this world employed that technology and said that the world is created from a big bang theory. That is the dumbest thing. If I ever hear that out of my five-year-old, my God, thank God she's not five anymore. That is stupidity at its highest. When God give you a promise like this, now move over to, that's the word of the Lord, speaking to the children of Israel. But I have said unto you, you shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it, a land that thought with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, which have separated you from other people. Now move over to Numbers 13. Numbers 13, uh, 31, 32. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. You see, God had spoken to and given them a promise concerning where he was taking them, the children of Israel. And they had Moses had sent the spies to go and look out that spy out that land. And look what they came back and said after the word of God. Whose report will you believe? What God has promised you in his word or spoken over your life as an individual or the situation or the circumstance or the individuals that are speaking into your ear. You have to deal with this and you have to deal with it constantly because the enemy is not short of human beings to speak over you. And if you don't overcome in this area of your life once and for all, if you don't garner the relevant power and strength to overcome these voices and hindrances to the promises of God in your life, you will, you will fizzle out and you will lose your eternal rewards, not necessarily your salvation, but your eternal rewards. But the men that went up with 
with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search, it is a land eaten up with the inhabitants thereof. And all the people we saw in it are men of great stature. And there, and there we saw the giants, the sons of Anna, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. You see, they should have seen through spiritual eyes. Spiritual eyes. They should have seen based on, you have to see based on what God has spoken. You don't look at situations and circumstances in the natural. When you're a man of God, you believe the word of God. That's why we have 66 books in the Bible and God has addressed everything that we might know what to believe in those situations and those circumstances. And we, if we do, we will cause the power of God to come and change that situation. Don't believe evil report. Don't believe naysayers. Hebrews 13 and verses 6. I'm interjecting as much of the word of God inside of this. Hebrews 13 and verses 6. So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do unto me. If, listen, God is with each and every one of us in every situation. Every child of God has the commitment of heaven. And the ministry of the Holy Spirit to bring about what God has spoken over your life every second of every minute of every day you walk with that authority with that positioning constantly the Holy Spirit will never leave you nor forsake you never the only thing is that you have to believe that when haywire is happening in your job and you're frustrated the Holy Spirit is there We have to believe this as Christians. We have to believe this. And we have to believe this constantly. And we have to believe this in challenging situations and, and, and challenging times. Hang on to Jesus. Hang on to the word of God. Hang on to the promises of God. No matter what happens. He is faithful. He'll allow you to overcome everything that we might do the works of God that we might why that we might do the works of God Satan wants to hinder your finances Satan wants to hinder your health Satan wants to hinder everything in your family relationship everything around your job that you might not step into your destiny in God because when you're worried about your own issues you don't feel like you're in a position to pray over others and release power We are, God is interjecting this message and the anointing of the spirit with it that it might come in your spirit man and impart strength Numbers 13 Numbers 13 and verses uh, 30 and Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said 
let us go up at once. My God, a man with faith. Woo! A man with belief in God. And Caleb still the people. You know what that means? He said, shut up. The voice of my father rings in my spirit. Shut up. Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. How many of you this morning will say that? That we are able to take the city of London and Toronto and Canada and go to the nations in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And how many people will have the audacity to believe this on Thursday morning when there is war at the office, when nothing is going right? How many people will believe it at that time when you can't pay the bills? Can you believe God in trials, in tough seasons? Can you hang tough with Jesus Christ? Or everything has to be nice. All the bills paid. This is what it takes to be a man of God. That's why we don't walk in the anointing and the power to go out there and change the cities and the towns around us. Because our finances speak louder than the voice of God. We are here to point you back to the faith factor this morning. To believe in and trust in God and submitting yourself to Him and walk in resurrection power like we preached a couple weeks ago. God will never disappoint us. Never. Psalms 119. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Forever. Done. Where is Satan in between that? between you and God. Satan does not exist unless you let him in by your own will. We're going to bear fruit. Massive fruit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Massive fruit. Period. We're doubting. We're dying in the desert. Uh-uh. God might be sustaining you now with manna and water. Enjoy it and give God praise and thanks. He's taking you to the place where you're going to have buffet style with the best. But for now, enjoy the manna and drink the water and thank God. To be a man of God. If God is going to make you into a man of God, you think you're not going to go through a few things? You have to go through a few things. If you're going to lead people, you have to go through a few things. If you compromise and don't subject every part of your being, when it's time for you to minister to people, you're going to lack the conviction to do so because you never submitted that area of your life to God. God will not anoint you in that dimension at that time. You have to pay the price to walk in this level of power and anointing. You have to pay the price. Welcome the challenge. Welcome them. 
the obstacles and thrive in them by the grace of God. Thrive in them by the grace of God. Maintain your spirit man, your spiritual strength when you have challenges, situations, and circumstances. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and the flesh is dying and the situation is not changing. If you do that, that is the man that God responds to, that will not respond to the world. We want champions to be raised up in this ministry here. Champions. Every man anointed. Every man anointed. If one person is going to go, two people are going to go, three people are going to go pray for people, we're going to burn out. After you get in this type of food for, for six months, one year, some of you should go into people's house and the amount of the anointing and the presence of God that is on you. You don't even speak to the demons. They smell you and run. The fire is too much that you carry. The power that you carry. They cry out and get out in the authority of Jesus Christ that you carry. We want every man, every woman, every child to understand this and walk in this. We're not preaching Catholic um, version of the gospel, if, it, if that's what it is. We ain't preaching that. I want nothing to do with it. And with many of the churches that down here in London, yeah, there's, there are some really good ones. Hello, I just haven't found them as yet. Steeple houses. And if they hear my voice, what do you think they're going to do? Try and cut me down. Good. It's, we're, we're building something from the ground level. They have plateaued. They're burying their uh, people. Because they have had churches for a long time. It's a remnant army that is coming up. A remnant army that is coming up. People that are totally committed to Jesus Christ. Like Peter and Paul. Go read those guys. And find out what it is that they knew. That they were willing to die. You have to be careful. It's in this country of Canada where it's all about materialism. It's all about money. It's all about the bigger house. And listen, if God has given me a bigger house, let me tell you something. None of you are going to take it as quickly as I am. I am. I take everything that the Lord gives. But I. But it's the Lord that's speaking to me about that. I'm not. I'm not chasing material things. They could have really done us in when we came here. This retirement thing. I don't even listen to it. Let me die for hunger. I don't need it. I don't even know. Without God, I don't know if I'm going to live to see retirement. We're here. Don't worry about tomorrow. What you shall eat and what you shall drink. Tomorrow will provide those needs if you're in Christ. Take the heritage that Jesus Christ has left. That is my message this morning. Take what the words of Jesus Christ and let them impact you more than your, your job situation. Don't live to please your boss. 
Last scripture, Isaiah 55. And verses uh, 11. This is the word of the Lord. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. You know, God does not have to scream like me. You know, he only called me here because sometimes this type of skipping and jumping get a few people's attention. But very quietly, the Lord says this to you this morning. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Did God not send his word into your finances? Did God not send his word into your health? Did God not send his word into your family issues? Why is it that it's not accomplishing those things? Is the issue God? You see why we have to speak like this I read it one more so shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth this is God out of the word mouth of God it shall not return unto me void it can't come back to me empty but it shall accomplish that which I please that which I please and it is the the God has spoken his word over every person that is here every person that is here no you need to shake hand with God in the spirit and live this life of faith what is it total commitment to Jesus Christ God did not give you a spirit of fear but power love and a sound mind the things that are motivating fear inspiring fear inside inside of you that you cannot commit to God Deal with it now. Get up. Can listen. Each one of us must be able to rise up once. Mad, mad. It's not a bad thing. They once said that Jesus was beside himself when he was healing people. That made it seem as if he was mad. Get mad and make a decision for Jesus Christ. When I did that, I did listen. I couldn't care less. Who cared? I found the author of life. I found him. The Holy One of Israel, we found him. The one who created us, we found him. Are we going to listen to him? Are we going to believe his report? That's what it's about. Too many voices, too many influences. It, those things are extracting the voice of God out of our lives. And we are not able to produce and cause this word here to be fulfilled in our life. It shall prosper in the things whereto I sent it. it. There has to be a performance of the power of God in your physical body, in your finances, in every area of your life. If you're living according to this book here, this book of the law shall not depart from out of your mouth, but you shall be careful. Meditate therein 
day and night and be careful to do all that is written therein and then you will have good success and you prosper and be in good health as your soul prospers as your soul is going to heaven you prosper down here people of god we're not coming together every week like catholic priests <clears throat> to burn incense and high five each other when we're going home have a blessed week are you sleeping on me jasmine are you meditating hopefully you're meditating Take this message, take this grace of God this week and produce miracles in your life. Some of us need to get back to fasting and praying. Some of us need to get back to fasting so the body can burn and the spirit man will rise. Sometimes you have to do something. You got to do something. If, you've done this, if you do the same things that you've always done, you're going to get the same results. Wake up this morning. We are, we are initiating, by the grace of God, a revival. You know, it's so boldly I speak it. A revival. Like I, went and, like I went up to the heaven and God opened my eyes and showed me the whole deal. No, he didn't. He spoke a few words. That's it. And I take him at his word. And this thing here, we are using a sledgehammer to forge it out of a stone. It has to be this rock that we are smashing. Water is coming out, period. Either water come out or I die. One of the two. But I know God's word ain't written. Going back to him, boy. And he spoke it too many times in us for us not to believe and produce. So this city of London that belongs to God and this country of Canada that belongs to God, I know there are some uneducated people, many of them in this country that think they own it. It belongs to God. And he, in his word, you know what he said? He said, ah, in the book of Jeremiah, ask me for the nations. Ask me for the nations. We own it. It's our papa. It's his hurt. No man with any other knowledge that they learn out of books can talk to me. We are putting a demand on the word of God. We are putting a demand on the promises of God. We are giving God because he gave us an invitation. We're not forcefully doing it. He gave us an invitation into this. But we are positioning ourselves that one day, like Evan Roberts look up one day and he saw a hand in the sky and he go back to his country and he said, revival is coming. And guess what? Go read it, Evan Roberts. One of the most glorious revivals to ever hit the earth, hit the country of Wales. Do you know nobody wanted to go to the basketball games and the soccer games? Nobody was watching sports. That was as boring as breakfast cereal because Jesus Christ of Nazareth turned up. That's what we're contending for. Don't sleep on us. Don't sleep on us. Don't sleep on, the, on your part in this. Don't sleep. Don't, don't be sleeping when God is moving. Because you're listening to the noise. Wake up spiritually. Feel the impulses of the spirit. Know when the spirit of revival is closed. And tap it. Know. 
Know who we are in Christ. Yes, Jasmine. We ain't, we ain't um, we're gonna walk the aisles and make sure people are hearing the word of the Lord. Amen. That there is the message this morning. I hope it caused your heart to skip a few beats and get you to think. And I hope you, more than anything else, that as you go about tomorrow and the rest of the week, that not me, but God, that Jesus Christ of Nazareth and the words that he has spoken and the promises that he has given, that you will, they will capture your attention all week long, all week long. That you would minister before the Lord in songs, in your heart, playing a guitar, Victoria. That you might minister before the Lord constantly. Set your affection on him. Don't let the issues with your boss consume you. The issues with your finances consume you. The minute you have all of your affection on Jesus Christ, he will deal with those things. We can't fake this thing with Jesus. No, we can't fake it. Enough Catholic priests have, have done that. And others. Lukewarm churches here in our, and those who went to our Bible school and never sit with the spirit for a moment. And now they come to educate you just like you would with the math and English and all the other uh, topics. They can't teach me. I go, go to Bible uh, college, yes, it's a good thing. But make sure you get Activated by the Holy Spirit. Or don't preach to me. Because we need, we need the power of God. We need divine intervention. The cities are laying in waste. And because people are doing well financially. They think they are well. You're not well because you're doing well financially. You're well because your name is written in the book of life. Because you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Not because your bank account says $2.3 million and the house is paid off. That is not the measuring stick of the measure of scripture. I preach this message to poor and rich because poor and rich are broke. Everybody broke that don't know Jesus Christ. From the multi-billionaire to the multi-millionaire to the guy who's walking on the street. Broke, broke, broke. They don't teach us in school. Nothing is going on for you unless you know Jesus Christ. The only reason why you're still breathing is that you might hear the gospel of Jesus Christ and come to him. Apart from that, he said you're a whitewashed white tomb. You're dead. And yet now everybody feels people, sorry for the people that are poor. And many of them know Jesus. They can go to bed, sleep off, and go into eternity in peace. And, and rich people do that and end up in misery. Everybody needs the gospel. I hope I aggravated you this morning. That is the intention. And challenged you. And that you would go up to another dimension. That you would begin to fight against his flesh. And don't let Satan use his flesh against you. That's what the devil is doing. Using the flesh against us. There is nothing new that the devil is doing. His tactics are old. We know all of his devices and his tricks because the spirit of God lives inside of us. That is the word this morning.
So I praise God. Father, I thank you for your word this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for the heart of your people that are here. Oh, Lord Jesus, I thank you, oh God, that, that they are hungry, that they're thirsty, that they're desirous of this position in you, oh God, the fullness of your word in them, your promises being fulfilled in their lives. I thank you this morning that as they heard your word, oh God, that they did not look to a man, but they looked to you. That thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're revealing this to each and every person that is here. Yes, Lord. Thank you for your love. For your gospel is a gospel of love. And these words that are spoken are, are of love. Intense love. Thank you, Jesus. Touch each and every person this morning. Minister to each and every household this morning. Every situation this morning. Every need. Every lack. Every health issue. Father, in Jesus' mighty name. I release your healing power over your people now all over their bodies, all over their minds. Thank you, Lord, that they're they are coming into a new season, that there is a, a turnaround coming in every dormant situation as you minister this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we just worship and thank you, Lord. I thank you, oh God, for that which you will do through our lives tomorrow. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you, we praise you, and we worship you. Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.